Someone hit the intro. Hey, everybody. This is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast. And today we are reviewing the long-awaited Scream 6. As you know, I am Fernando. And we are joined by our reluctant idiot, Eddie and Gemma. Hello. I hate you. (laughs) All right. Scream 6. New York, new rules. Following the latest Ghostface killings, the four survivors leave Woodsboro behind and start a fresh chapter in New York City. So we have Scream 6, direct sequel to Scream 5, which came out last year, directed by the same two guys, Matt Bentley Alpen and Tyler Gillett. Most of the same cast returning, except for the people that died, and Neb Campbell, who, even though she was the face of the franchise, uh, was not paid enough to return for this one. So we have a new location, new ghost face. And uh, I texted this to you guys after I finished the movie. Probably my new favorite of the Scream movies because this was visceral. Visceral. This was, this was bloody. This was intense. This was a great fucking movie. What did y'all think? Right. Uh, mm, I liked it. Uh, if I had to rank it, it's tough for me to rank the Scream movies because I like them all. Like, I don't really hate any of them. Scream 3 always goes at the very end. Sorry. Mm-hmm. But uh, after that, I mean, Scream 1 is still my favorite. Just, I mean, watching that as a kid definitely gave me a lot of nightmares. Uh, a lot of fears, especially in the bathroom, having to open up the shower curtain, make sure there's not a fucking serial killer behind there. <laughs> uh uh, Scream 2 ruined movie theater bathrooms for me. Uh, <laughs> uh, if I had to rank this movie, I'd say Scream 1 first. Um, maybe uh, this one I think would be second. I did like this one. I like the killing. I like the twists. Um, but yeah, I think me having to rank Scream would have to be a whole episode on itself. Yeah, it could be could be difficult. Uh, to me, I think this might be my favorite. Then four, I really like four. Uh, no, I was I rewatched four the other day just to see like is this one good? Because like I saw in high school when it came out, because I was like, oh, they're they're making another scream finally, and I was yeah. watching it. I don't know that really with four. I, yeah, I wouldn't put it in my top three for scream. Jesus. I really like four. Um, I like how they updated like all the aspects. I like how they took a, a concept that would have worked in the '90s and they made it work again. Uh, to me, it was great. Uh, to me, it's this one, then four, then f- then one, then five, then two, and then yeah, three at the bottom. Uh, as yeah, well. scream three always goes at the bottom. Yeah, it's good, but it. I mean. This is already an anomaly that this is, a, this is a saga that has six movies and they're all good. Like, three is, like, not the best one, but it's not a bad movie, you know? No, it's, yeah. it's not terrible. I just think it's amazing that we have a saga where six, six, where six movies in and they're all good. In a weird way, they're kind of getting better. Um, so, yeah, no, I adored it. Okay, so you, you liked it too, uh, Eddie? I enjoyed it for a plethora of reasons. Maybe number one, it was a family event for me. I took my nephews and they loved it. I cannot believe you did that, but yeah. Uh, did they enjoy the, the sex scenes? Uh, thank God there were no sex scenes in this movie. Thank there, God. Wasn't was she getting railed in her room and like they were making noises? Where the, I oh, mean, you fuck. only heard it. You yeah, didn't see yeah, it. Well, yeah. We couldn't infer that, and I remember I was like, "Oh fuck, please don't, please." Like I was ready to cover their eyes, and luckily, ah, heard but not seen. The exactly, and that's that's the difference. Um, but yeah, so it was a family event for me. My nephews were dying to watch it. Bear in mind, they love horror movies. Like one dresses Michael Myers, and the other one dressed up as a uh, ghost face. For Did you get weird looks at the theater from the workers? No, not at all, actually. Blink if you need help. Oh, <laughs> uh, but no. So I mean that that made it a little special. I'm not gonna lie, but I it was just a good movie overall. And bear in mind, I'm not a huge fan of the Scream franchise. I don't dislike it. It's just 
never been my cup of tea. You know, it's like Spider-Man. He's not my favorite superhero, but I like him. He's cool. Um, and I, leading up to this movie, I was watching the kill counts for, you know, the whole Scream franchise. And it kind of got me in the mood to be like, you know what? I'm going to watch it. And I rewatched the original and fucking holds up. This movie, still great. Uh, I think the only thing is that we're missing, uh, is it Nevi Campbell? Neve. Neve Campbell. That's the only thing that we were missing. And uh, the controversy was they didn't want to pay uh, her as much as she believed she was worth, which I'm like, that's Sydney. You fucking pay her whatever she wants. But I yeah. mean, to be fair, they didn't use her much in the last movie, so I can see why. Like they were like, "Hey, like we're not gonna pay you as much." Then include her more. Get your money's worth. I, I understand. Don't know. I understand why they didn't do it, but at the same time, watching this movie, not to say that I didn't miss her, but they made the movie work even when she wasn't there. Yeah, like, I was like, they didn't need her in this movie. After watching, I was like, no, I didn't really need her, to be honest. Not for this story that, that, that they were trying to tell. And the door is always open. Like, if they find a story where they could put her in there again and they pay her enough, I'm sure they can make her back, no problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but this, man, this, this was good. Like, uh, I like how they continue the story of the two sisters. Uh, Melissa Barrera and Jenna Ortega. Uh, the, the two of them are... Uh, Jenna Ortega is given more to do in this one. At the last one, she was just kind of stabbed once, and then she just kind of chilled her. Uh, the two of them are there. They, they they have a whole story of them growing up and letting go of each other. And She has and, more emotion in this movie. Yeah, she's, uh, she's just she way more involved. Yeah, I like the uh, the other two, the uh, the, the, the twins. They're really funny. I actually really like having them in the movie. Uh, and I like that Mindy they all survived. Yeah, Mindy that? and Chad. Mindy and Chad. I think that the two of them were good. Uh, I like seeing Courtney Cox returns. Uh, she, if, if we're not going to have uh, Sydney, it's cool that we have her. Uh, I, I, I was afraid that we're going to, that we're going to lose her in, the, in, the, in this one. I, I wouldn't be mad if they had, if they had pulled through, they, they kind of didn't. Felt that a little bit like a cop out, but okay, this this movies are supposed to be kind of unpredictable, and uh, I'm really happy about this. We got Hayden Panettiere back from Scream Four as uh, Kirby Reed. She was my favorite character in Scream Four, so I'm really glad that she she's back for this. She uh, ages really well. She she looks great, doesn't she? Yeah, like she. Yeah. I was looking at her. I was like, damn, she actually like doesn't look that bad like she looks almost pretty identical to the 2011 self of her yeah and also because she's someone that we saw grow we kind of grew up with her when we watched like heroes and stuff so i never you know, saw heroes you never saw heroes how dare you never uh, saw her and remember the titans oh yeah she was remember the Titans. uh and law and order svu when she was a kid oh god that was a depressing episode i remember that one Mm-hmm. I don't think I ever saw that, so yeah. Don't. They're always <laughs> sad. They're always sad. That's the simple answer. Uh, hey, you know, I, will, you know, I will stand on a hill to this day and say Lawn Order SVU is the best show that you could just sit down and watch an episode because you don't even have to watch it from the beginning. You're not incorrect about that. Yeah. Uh, I've never seen a full episode of Lawn Order SVU. It's great, Cannon Fodder. You just... You just watch it, and you're like, "Oh yeah, you get them, Stabler." <laughs> What's called? Uh, you know, I that's one reason. One thing I didn't like about when they when they brought back Stabler was he could beat the shit out of the the pedophiles like he used to. You know what I didn't like about Scream Six? Is it me, or does it seem like the CGI they keep using on Billy gets a little wonkier? Yeah, this looked bad. <laughs> like, he looked in Asian pre- in the previous one. I feel like they they did that de aging technology. Yeah, he looked kind of uncanny to like the first movie, and in this one, I feel like they just put a wig on him and we're, we're like, just go, just go, man. I don't know if it was because it was a reflection, because like I think she was like looking into a window or like a puddle or something, but like it didn't even look like him. At one point, I was like, he looks off. 
Yeah, uh, not my favorite part of the movie, definitely. Uh, especially because in the last one, it looked really good. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know what happened here. You know, okay, let me ask you guys this. Do you think that uh, in, so, God, can we talk about the story? Like, am I, yeah. is, it, is it too early for me to jump to the end of the movie? Well. Okay, fine. Yeah, let's talk about, but, let, let's talk about the movie. So, movie opens with these two little ships <coughs> killing their uh, teacher who is. Uh, the chick from that movie. What's it called? Not the baby weaving? Well, she. She's from the babysitter, but the other one, the the one where Ready she's getting not. married. Yes. Ready or not. Yeah. Great movie. Man, she is a dime piece. She is gorgeous. I hate yeah. the fact, though, that she dies so quickly early on. And she teaches a class on scary movies. Like, son of a bitch, I want your job. No, um, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Like, every, every screen movie starts with someone that we don't expect getting killed. Like, it's kind of like the way that it works. Uh, also, it kind of makes sense that she's in it because the two directors directed Ready or Not. Like, they're, they're oh, the ones really? that jumped in. Yeah, so the same oh. directors. They, they're the ones that did the previous Scream and this one. Uh, so they probably, like, got her, like, they probably had her on speed dial and be like, hey, can you cameo for, like, can we kill you for, like, a few minutes? Um, yeah, so, yeah, it starts with that killing. What I did not expect is that so every screen movie starts like this. Like there's someone gets a phone call, they get they get stabbed, and the movie starts. In this one, the twist is that she gets stabbed. We immediately see who the killer is. Then the killer gets killed. He done and that, that he done very he got it. Yeah, he done and got it. And then that was I was really interested because it starts and it's it's Tony Revoliori from uh from uh, the Spider-Man movies. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the, uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel, and he's there. He kills her. He takes off the mask, and he's kind of just walking back to his dorm, like as if nothing happened. He bumps into Jenna Ortega, like they know each other, and then he gets killed. And then it's like, okay, where the fuck are we going with this? Uh, it hooked me. It got me right from the start. And yeah, I think I think the way they introduced it, they introduced it was very well done. Well, we got these two little bastards. What's his name? Jason and, and Greg both get killed. Um, and I'm so glad they're not sought as victims. They're like, oh, these two little psychopaths were uh, possibly plotting murders, but, you know, still got shit to deal with. Um, and then we get Sam and Tara Carpenter. Uh, Sam, if I'm not mistaken, she's the one. Let me see. Which one? Which one's Sam? Which one's Tara? I'm trying to remember. Oh, Sam is the one who's Billy Loomis's daughter. So she is going to therapy to try and talk about it. And she even mentions at one point to her therapist, who gets weirdly into it when she's like, I stabbed, uh, when I killed him, a part of me enjoyed it. And he's like, we're done here. He's like, I think I need to call the cops. Yeah, that's 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 what the therapist does. That's kind of the job. Okay, he didn't play it very well because he kind of <laughs> came off as a bit of a douche. <laughs> oh yeah, I could. Oh yeah, remember the remember the the scene when he gets killed and he's kind of just chilling at home. Oh yeah. yeah, I could have done without the scene of his feet. Who was the one that was watching Jason in Manhattan? Uh, ooh, was it at the frat party? No, I think it was the film nerds, uh, the ones that in the very beginning. Weren't they watching Jason, uh, Jason, uh, Friday the 13th Party, uh, Jason yeah. in Manhattan? Yeah, that, that that was the one, yeah. That was a good Easter egg. Mm-hmm. That's that's also my favorite, uh, my favorite Jason film, also. It's really stupid. Because, was it because of the black guy? Because he was the only one that went toe-to-toe with Jason? <laughs> and he or went he... toe-to-toe, and he held his own for a while. <laughs> And where he was like, "Fucking put your knuckles up, pussy." Knuckle <laughs> <laughs> up, motherfucker. Jason yeah. takes Manhattan. Yeah, that was the one. It was part uh, of it. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so they, so they get they get pretty much captured, and they they, they leave the mask in the scene of the crime, and this starts to become. A thing where uh, I think in order to really enjoy this one, you have to have seen all of the other ones because they do. This is the one where they do the most callbacks, and 
bring back so much of the good graces from the previous movie to make this one work. Uh, because the way they reference every other killer and motive and situation and how they make them all tie in, it's... I don't envy the people who have to write these things because, God, it sounds like a lot of homework uh, to oh, yeah. make all of this work. Yeah. Um, and then we get uh, General Ortega's character, uh, let me see, Tara. She's at a frat party with the twins. Um, and to make a bad guys. decision. Yeah, what, what did he call him? Date rape Charlie? Uh, I think so. Yeah. Um, or date rape Chuck. Yeah, something <laughs> like that. Um, and they go up. Uh, they're about to go upstairs. Her sister shows up, kind of stops it, tasers the guy in the balls, which, you know, fair enough, he deserved it. Uh, and then we find out that apparently on Reddit, because of course uh, it would happen, there's all these conspiracy theories uh, thinking that Sam framed Richie and Amber for the killings, and she's either a real murderer and this little bitch like tosses cherry coke in her face diet cherry coke diet cherry coke because she's a fancy broad she's a classy broad <laughs> don't get it wrong yeah. Uh, and yeah and so i mean i really like that part just because i feel like that's what would fucking happen of course in modern age someone survives a uh a massacre oh what if she's the one that actually orchestrated it like it's a sandy hook thing I mean, dude, I was rewatching Scream 5, and the scene where Sam kills, uh, what's his face? Billy? Her her boyfriend? Huey? Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that's fucking boys. The boys. Jack Wade. Yeah. Richie. That's yeah, Richie. his name in the movie. When she's killing Richie, dude, she's wildly stabbing him. Oh, I was she's into it. Murderer, too. She's into it. She's like, ah. She just goes off on him. Yeah, I would believe that theory too. Yeah, so so the movie starts to like kind of feel itself in that conspiracy theory ongoing thing and they start talking about what they're doing in New York, like the younger the younger kids are in college, she's there, she's working, she's they're mentioned that they mentioned that she's doing a couple of jobs that she doesn't like, but she's kind of just there mostly to protect the sister because they don't want everything that's that happened to like kind of repeat again and then we're introduced to uh the police chief uh oh, his no he's not a detective police bailey. chief he's just a yeah he's just a detective so detective uh detective bailey mm-hmm. played by uh dermot mulroney a guy that i've seen a lot of things and every time that i've seen him he's had gray hair so i can just imagine the stressful life that he must live um yeah, so this guy shows up, and he's the father of one of their friends, uh, played by Liana Liberato, her, the, the girl Quinn. Uh, and she's uh, she joins like their little clique, like their little club, as, uh, along with this other guy, uh, Ethan. Ethan, the, yeah. little, the the nerdy guy. Yeah, uh, that was the kid in in Avatar. Like the 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 the, the white boy that, 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 that like joins them, is he? Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's him. The that's second him. Avatar movie. Yeah, the, see, yeah. That's spider. Yeah, that's spider. spider. Yeah. Damn, I did not. Oh, huh, okay. How much time did they spend filming Avatar? Uh, <laughs> years. The kid. Grew, well, years. the kid. Well, the kid grew up. Um. Yeah. So he's there. Uh, they're the two kids that like join. Uh, the click and uh, or oh, what's her name? Uh, fucking uh, Mindy has a girlfriend too. Uh, I forgot her name, but she's there too. Uh, just be know. honest, you don't need to remember her name. <laughs> oh, yeah, she gets killed in like a very ugh, intense way. Anika. Uh, Anika, yeah. Um, I like how we got like a little repeat of the scene from the previous movie where they're kind of breaking down all the meta aspects of the franchise. Like they do it again, but they're like sitting in like in like college and they're talking about like, oh, it's the sequel of their requel. So anything goes, anything could happen. Like none of us are expend like all of us are expendable. Legacy characters can be killed too. Like uh even us letterbox nerds got a little shout out there, uh, where we got insulted, which is fine because it wasn't a lie. 
Um, yeah, I like how we got to that point where the movie really made you doubt everything. Like it made you doubt like um, everything. For a good point, I thought Sam was gonna was really gonna be the killer, and maybe like she was, she was gonna turn heel. Yeah, or maybe she had turned heel already, and she was just hiding it, like mm -hmm. while I like, throughout like the movie. I feel like that's more of like a third movie kind of thing, which we'll get into. But I feel like that's more of a third movie kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I like how the buildup was going and where it went, because I think it was very hard to pull off something like this for the sixth time. Um, no, I agree. The so the the murders is it just me or were they like particularly more gory than I think in any other movie? I think they were like I that scene with the stair, like like between yeah. the two between the two windows, like. Oh, like, you see that? Cool. Oh yeah. yeah, I I think it was deliberate. I mean, you have to, and they explain it. Which when they get to that scene about the whole like we're in a saga now, they completely went against whatever they fucking said in that stupid scene. <laughs> How's They're that? like nobody's safe. All the main characters live. Oh yeah, that did kind of bug me. I was kind of, you know, what if they had killed Courtney Cox and then they kill uh, Sydney in the next one? I'm just I mean, saying. I, I mean, they're basically it's a it's a repeat from like the Star Wars sequels. Oh, like in each one. Wait. Oh yeah, they killed Luke and then Leia dies in the third one, right? Yeah, which he should have died in Last Jedi, but whatever. Yeah, but it would have been in bad taste. <laughs> she somehow floated through space. I I'm not gonna. I'm not, I'm not gonna question logic in a Star Wars movie. Like it's a Star Wars movie. It's a fucking Star Wars movie. Like I, 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 I my last my days of fighting about Star Wars on the internet are done. Like I'm not doing that shit again. I'm not going out bad for that franchise, even though I love it. Um, <laughs> Wait, so, uh, so what y'all think of Gail Weathers being a? They kind of there's a repeat of part two where she wrote the book she promised she wasn't gonna write. Sydney punches her in the face, and then, oh, Jenna fucking straight cold cocks her. <laughs> <laughs> that was oh. great editing because that punch really came out of nowhere. Like the me and the four guys that were on the theater just like gasped when that happened. <laughs> that was a good punch. Uh, <laughs> And then she's yeah. like, okay, I won't write a story like off the record, blah, blah, blah. Again, in a repeat of part two. But then, in the most unlikely way, Ghostface actually invades her house and fights her in her own home. Yeah. It's good that we had like that one scene where even Ghostface was like, you and I never spoke on the phone, have we? Like, even though it's not the same guy, like, I, I, I like how they keep that consistency of remembering details like that. And uh, I like how it, how applied it was. I really thought she was a goner. I really thought she was like completely out for this one. Uh, even her last her last scene, where, like the last thing that she says is like, like don't like tell Sydney that he didn't get me. Like that that line is like like she really she really is that bitch. Like she really cares. Like how she even even the way that she goes out that she has control over that. It's, it was pretty funny. I mean. I mean, you know the story of why Courtney Cox wanted Gail Weathers, right? No. Did she just wanted to not be seen as like Monica Geller, and that's it? Yeah, she she uh -huh. wanted she wanted to do uh, she wanted to do something that that wasn't Mon that wasn't Monica. Mm -hmm. I think she was doing that with Cooperstown also. Ah, but that was after. She was doing Friends when she was doing Scream. Oh, she wanted to hit the ground running like that as well. Yeah. Huh, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, but let me see in. Okay, so she, you know, okay, question. Do you think if Sydney had agreed, if, if Miss Campbell had agreed to come back, do you think they would have killed Courtney Cox in this and then probably dealt with Sydney in the sequel? Maybe. Mm -hmm. Probably. Because they did say that Campbell, like, not coming back did impact the script. Uh, yeah, it, it it really does feel like they had a story already planned out and they had to, like, redo it. Which, by the way, the fact that they did it and released the movie within a year of the previous one, like, my respect. 
Well, as I understand it, they even said, like, we already know what we're doing for the next one if they let us. And apparently they did an interview recently. They said, yeah, we already know what we're going to do with the seventh one if this one is a success. Like, they're doing what most fucking Hollywood people should do is you're creating this piece of art while having the next one in mind. So that way there aren't any plot holes. Like, that's the way it should be fucking done. Yeah, but in a perfect world, you're paying your actors how much they want to get paid. That's very fucking true. God damn it, they should fucking pair pair whatever she wants. It's goddamn Sydney. Jesus. I will say this movie finally made me bite the bullet and buy all the screen movies on Blu-ray. Ooh, nice. How much did that run you back? Nah, it was only like forty-five bucks. That's you do know that now. You, you do know that now. You're gonna have to buy this one separately, right? No, well, I have them all. Uh, the first three came in a collection. Then I bought four and five separate. Okay. Fair. You you know what? I was also thinking if they are doing a trilogy for this new Scream movie, then that means fucking Scream 4 was like the intermission. Pretty much. Well, initially it was because, okay, so every Scream is meant to be a commentary on the current state of horror films, right? Like, one, two, and three were, like, the teenagers, college, the sequels, like, how I know, I still know what you did last summer. You know, and that shtick. Now, the one in 2011, it was meant to comment on torture porn and exploitation. But mm-hmm. it didn't do well enough at the box office to warrant the sequel. Because they were planning on doing another trilogy, but it didn't do well enough. It just mm. so happens that Scream last year did so well that they were, like, and they kind of hit Pager by having Jenna Ortega in the show, in the movie, because, I mean, she's a big star. So, uh, But at the time... She's she a big star up. now. Yeah, no, no, at yeah. the time she was up and coming. No, 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 I agree with you there. She At the time she was up and coming, but the fact that she's a big name now, I knew she was safe. I knew if there was one character in this entire movie that was safe, it was her. If anything, it would have been, been pretty ballsy to kill her in this one. Nah, money-wise, it would have been a stupid-ass decision. You're right, ballsy, but they they would have never done it. Well, here's the thing. So when the first Scream came out, it was promoted just as a Drew Barrymore scary movie. And then the movie came out and Barrymore's out by like the first 10 minutes. Like, this movie's kind of run on being ballsy. Um, I knew walking into this movie that no one was safe. Uh, and I think the twist is that everyone survived. Yeah, I was like, I started thinking about that too. I'm like, was that just a fucking red herring? Like you're saying no one's safe and then shockingly enough, everyone is safe. Yeah, because they did it in the last one. Like in the like the last one started with Jenna Ortega being like the girl who gets the call and about to get stabbed. And I thought, okay, well, she's the girl that's just going to die in the beginning, like in all of these movies. But the twist was that she didn't die. So I was like, okay, so that's the new thing that they're, that they're doing. Um, but then in this one, when they stabbed Mindy in the uh, in the subway, I thought she was dead. When they stabbed Chad in the theater, I thought he was dead. I thought that two of them were dead. Really, I thought Chad was definitely dead. Yeah. He was getting double stabbed. Uh, oh, that's yeah, right. And he, he, he's trying to hold them. And he's like, run. He's like, run. I was I like, I'm getting double stabbed near my lungs and my major <laughs> organs. Man, I just remember thinking, like, really? He's uh, fine. Fine. You, you were such a good movie. I'll let you off with that. Fine. I guess. Yeah. Um, which, which, by the way, that was like my favorite visual scene of the movie where, like, the two ghost face kind of turn around and, like, they clean the, the knives at the same at the same. Oh, my God. That was such a good shot. I love it. You're not wrong. That one was pretty badass. I'll give you that. Because <laughs> like we've seen like two, two ghost faces before, but the twist in this one is that technically there are three, and uh, I like how they integrate them and how they integrate them into the previous one. Like they really made them all connect. I think uh, what's odd is that there's only ever been one movie where there was only one scream. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's typically duos, and this one it was a trilogy. Uh, Three, yeah, it was a trio. And I like, I, I do like the fact that like each ghost, each ghost face mask that was left at the crime scene 
was counting backwards. It was counting down. Yeah, it's like that How I Met Your Mother episode. You know the one. Um, what was I going to say? Never seen it. Never seen God How I Met Your Mother. God oh, damn it. Wait, wait, did you, are you talking about the one where Marshall's dad dies? Yeah, but like the whole episode is like, it's a countdown, like in the background. Yeah, I know, I know it. It's just like, yeah, dude, that, what a set. Yeah. Did, did you know that when, uh, so Marshall, the, the actor whose dad, father passes away in the show. Yeah, it was said, improv. Yeah. Yeah, he told, he said like, don't tell me the line. Don't tell me what to do. Just trust me. I got this. So she delivers yeah. a line, your dad had a heart attack, he didn't make it, he just starts breaking down and completely yeah. Um, But okay, so I have a question for you guys, and I know it's annoying when I do this, but I'm going to ask anyway. I have, so, I have a pitch. Uh, for a sequel? No, a sequel. What if they had done this? Because I was kind of hoping, what if they had gone down this route? Considering the Jason and Greg from the beginning, they were just too fucking dipshit incel kids who couldn't get laid that were just angry at the world. Like, they, they were those assholes. What if the movie ends, like, take out the whole we're Richie's family. Take all that out. Quinn is actually dead. The curly-haired kid gets killed at some point in the theater. Right? Okay. Imagine if they fight back, they manage to kill one ghost face, and then General Tango kills one, uh, Sam goes off and kills the other, takes off the mask, and she's just like, who are you? And it's just some, it's, it's a legit rando. And he just says, I'm just a fan. <laughs> and, he, and he's smiling. And then they take off the other mask and it is, it's just another random person. And the whole thing is like, it's not one of the actors. It's just a normal, regular person who happens to be a psychopath, you know? And he's like, you know, they'll keep coming. Like there's more of us. There always will be. And I think that would have been cool because it makes the everyday person the bad guy. And I feel like that's more realistic because who are the monsters nowadays? Who are the shooters? Who who are the assholes that attack people for no good reason other than who they are? Whether it's race-related, uh, religion, sexual, whatever. It's a random piece of shit that could be living next door to you. And I think that's more terrifying than it being the family of the guy that got killed in the last one. I'm just saying, I think that would have been cool. It would have been cool like once, but the thing about that's cool about these movies is that they're all they're all whodunits. Like basically, like part of the front of the movie is the mystery of discovering who it who it is. Yeah, the so, whole time you're like, all right. Like for me, I was like near probably I think once the train scene happened, I was like, okay, Ghostface has to be someone that we've seen. Um it can't be someone that's and in my head, I was like, it can't be someone that's dead because already dead. But that's where I fucked up because Quinn was, I mean, one of the ghost face. Um, it's because it happened off screen. That's why. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think it was Kirby. Like, not once that I ever think it was going to be Kirby. I know, like, they tried to pull that, but I was like, yeah, I never thought that was going to be Kirby. They got me for like a second when they said that the that she was fired because of mental stuff. For a second, I was convinced, but nah, I always trusted in my girl. No, I actually agreed until I remembered. Wait a second, she was working in an office. That means she has to have been able to sign in and do things. So it's not her. And that's when it told me that I think it might be the cop. Yeah, I never, I, I never thought it was gonna be the cop. I thought they killed his dog. I thought they killed his kids. Like they, like it, it couldn't. But no, very well done. No, I agree. Fucking one hundred percent agree. Um, yeah. So, what do you think of Tara going Super Saiyan, take uh, putting on her dad's uniform, and you know making him proud? What y'all think? Make it make it made sense in a in a good way because we almost got this in the previous one, but when I saw that. She spoke to her dad, and the dad was like, you know what you have to do, like, do it. I like it because it's different from the previous movies. Like, we haven't seen something like this be done. Like, yes, yeah, Sydney has shoot people in the face, but not like this. Not not putting on, like, the cape and, like, stabbing and stuff. So, yeah, I like that it went there. Certainly didn't see it coming. Yeah, I thought it was... <laughs> for me, for me, I... I thought it was fine. I mean, it's 
it's a little odd because like they keep doing the whole like come on deep down on the inside you're a killer mm-hmm. um but i mean i thought it was okay it was, i didn't hate it well what if they're setting up part three where it might be her like she's falling off the goddamn deep end finally then let's fucking go i want to see it I'll, I'll, I'll see it like i'll be i'll be up for it and, maybe and Jenna Ortega is the one that has to kill her they probably would they probably want like Jenna Ortega like in front of everything at the moment so yeah it would well, make sense I think she's been cast right in uh what show was it Daredevil was it Daredevil has she who she's been cast I... in a Marvel project but I can't remember which Marvel project give me one second here I feel like Daredevil like why in what character uh let me see she's cast in she's attached to star in beetlejuice 2. oh okay that uh, makes sense let me see alba is michael keaton coming back for that one i fucking hope so uh where the fuck is it uh tv fuck it i'm just gonna search up and jenna ortega marvel role I don't think she's been cast yet. Uh, like. she's, she has been cast, and she's to play a major role in Daredevil. Hmm. But what? I don't know. It, it, the Punisher's sidekick. Oh my god, she's gonna be she's gonna be micro. She's gonna be the new micro. My, shit, might be. I don't know. When did I get attracted to micro? White Tiger, apparently. That's the rumor. She's going to be play White Tiger. Isn't Jenna Ortega like 20 years old? She I is... 21? 20... Let me find out. She's 20 years old. Jesus Christ. Uh... She was born more than a year after 9-11. My God, we're old. Oh, God. She was an ex. I forgot about that. Oh, ex was good. She dies in that one. Doesn't she I... have like the best scream in that one, though? She I've does a pretty good script in that, that movie. Okay. I never finished it. It's good. I liked it. Watch uh, Pearl. Pearl is fucking solid. That much. Oh, oh that pretty cool? Yeah, it's good too. Uh, I can't wait for the next one. Um, all right, so we saw the twist. We saw the characters. We talked about the killings. Uh, what else? What else are we going to do? That fucking... Uh, uh, you know what I really like about this movie? The set pieces. Like, it really decided to like stick in one position and really let a scene flow in that we got it with the window scenes we got it in the subway scenes we got it in the theater scenes uh i like how they had the sets and just really choreographed the whole uh oh, like all these steps i i don't know it, it made the movie feel grand and like like it really amplified from the previous one I, I liked I like the New York sitting uh setting. Um mm-hmm. I think one of my favorite sets was probably the bodega. Where uh, where Ghostface just straight up starts murdering people in a fucking uh convenience store. Dude, I feel bad for that guy because I feel like that's us. Like that's anyone, any decent guy. Hey man, like what the fuck's up? Like why are you fucking with two with two young girls? Stab, 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 stab. I like, feel like most New Yorkers wouldn't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, I think just that, because they they walked in there, that's when they were like, "Fuck, now I have to care." Uh, you might be right there. You might actually be right on that one. But yeah, I was just like, "Oh man," like I think most of us would would try to like step in. I imagine. Or am I wrong, Fernie? Would you? Would you let these two young girls die? Uh, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> oh, Just got God, a fucking man. knife, man. I'm not gonna fucking get stabbed for some two randos I never met before. I mean, gee, that's fair, I guess. I'm not gonna judge you, but I'm judging a little bit. Whatever. I don't care. You fucking get stabbed. I will. I have a Superman complex. I'll get killed for it. It'll be like, it'll be like. I mean, he was okay, I guess. He's real weird. I don't know why he stood up for us. (laughs) I'd be fucking furious. If I die, I better go out a goddamn hero. Nothing less. So, So, what else are we gonna say about this movie? 
I don't think I have anything else to say, man. I think I'm dry, y'all. I'm pretty dry. I mean, what can be said about this movie? Uh, in a world of where horror is in a very odd place right now, like horror is probably not in the best place as far as movie wise. Uh, it's stuck in possession for some reason. Uh, possession is still a hot thing. Um, and then we also have the artsy horror movies that have been coming out as well. So there's like no, there's like really no middle ground. This is the only middle ground horror movie that we have. I don't know. I feel like there are still plenty of scary movies. It's just. But <laughs> name them that aren't artsy horror movies like A24 movies. Every time it's A24, I say artsy. So, yeah, I'll say artsy horror movie and name a horror movie that isn't artsy and isn't possession. Ready or not. Ready or not was pretty fun. Ready Which or one? not. But I feel like ready or not falls into like the the uh that's a horror called? comedy that's it like is. your next hey you just asked me to name a movie you didn't say uh, how specific it had to be horror like it. it is so horror. between so i think between this the halloween movies uh like the newest ones uh we had things like us and get out we had barbarian last year <clears throat> malignant a couple of years ago um, I think no, no. <laughs> Barbarian was good. I loved Barbarian. It blows my mind that the guy that directed Barbarian is the same dude from Whitest Kids You Know. Yeah. Uh, we have that. Um, I don't know. Like, uh, I feel like Blumhouse falls somewhere in the middle between like artsy and I don't know, too commercial. Uh, Megan? Was, Megan was interesting because there's an unrated version of Megan on Peacock that I haven't seen yet. Ooh, I'll check that out. But uh, uh, the Five Nights at Freddy's movie is coming out sometime this year or next year. We'll see how that does. Does uh, I don't know. But We're yeah, I like these horror movies. These horror movies are like a yes, they're a throwback, but they're also fun because it. It's more fun than the than the movies that try to be deliberate who done it without like the horror aspect. Like uh the Orient Express. Like that yeah. one was boring as shit. But and it was a who done it, but this one's a who done it, but you're actively seeing everybody get murdered. Yeah. I think the the new Halloween trilogy kind of Landed somewhere there. Uh, if only the last one would have. Oh, really? Yeah, that last one. Whew. Yeah, really. Down there. Uh, on that one. I didn't hate the Texas Chainsaw Massacre that came out last year. I thought that was pretty all right. Which uh, one was the one that came out last year? Oh, the one on Netflix. Yeah, I thought that one was fun. I liked yeah. it. Really? Uh, I thought that one was garbage. I hated it. Well, it's because you're uh, stupid and no one likes I'll, you. No, it's because I, I just... wanted the, the girls to die so badly. Which one? The curly-haired one? Uh, yes. He dies at the end. I know, but like, imagine spending the whole movie and you're just annoyed. That's the payoff. <laughs> I, oh, but it's hard to cheer for someone that you want to see die. No, it's not. I mean, maybe not for you, but for me, yeah, it made it pretty hard to enjoy the film. I mean, for me, it's just nice to see horror movies that aren't fucking a possession movie that I've seen for the upteen time. Like I, I really do like these throwback slasher movies. When's the next evil dead coming out? The one's coming out. Oh, that one looks good. I like that one. Cause I want that one. I like the evil dead remake. The one that it, had come out like in what? 2016. Oh, dude, that, that one was not really bad. Good. It was really that good. one was good. That one was good because of the practical effects. Like it was fleshy. It was, it was good. Yeah. I think rumor has it that they use, I think, 300 gallons worth of fake blood in that last scene. That's a lot of corn syrup. Yep. Yeah. Right, well, uh, final thoughts, grades, before we head out? I think uh, it's great. Yeah, A. I give it an A. I give it five stars on Letterboxd. I had a blast. I'll, I watched it once. I'll watch it again in theaters before it leaves the theaters. I agree. A. <laughs> And uh, yeah, no, I mean, all good. Nothing really to 
Complaining, Ghostface has a lot of dick riders, but you know, other than that, pretty uh pretty good. I guess this is the most interesting thing that happens to them. I guess. Um all right, but yeah, I think pretty good. Yeah. Uh has Shazam? has Ghostface touched uh has Ghostface touched Halloween Friday thirteenth level of longevity? Because Friday thirteenth mm. started in the eighties. Continued this, on to the nineties, two thousands. This started in then, the nineties. Well, Friday the Thirteenth hasn't had a movie come out since two thousand nine. So it's yeah, that's why. Like it, years. It, I think okay, so. so. And then Halloween started in seventy eight. Yeah, Halloween's definitely the oldest one. Seventy eight went along in the eighties, nineties, two thousands, twenty tens, and twenty twenties. Uh, Halloween's reigning supreme as the longevity goes, and I think Ghostface is in second place. Um, apparently, so Jason, the reason why they haven't been able to do another film lately is because it's of, all it's the rights. Yeah, well, apparently that's being. Uh, I think the judge finally ruled on it, so we may be seeing a Jason film come out in the next two years. Yeah, the whole rights thing ruined probably one of the most fun horror games ever in Friday Thirteenth. Man, I remember we played that on the the day it premiered. And, Dude, uh, that game was so fucking fun, and then because of the whole rights dispute, ruined it. I think oh, you yeah. can still play I... it if you physically have it, right? No, I you can still play it, but you can only play through dedicated lobbies. Like if you look for a match, you won't find it. Ah, oh, okay, so you have to know where to look. Yeah. Let's see. It's a shame that Ghostface never got a game. Okay, so yeah, according to this, uh, as of recently, as of uh, January 20th, 2023, writer Jeff Flock said that he, alongside Jeremy Weiss and Sean Cunningham, have a pitch for a new Friday the 13th reboot while also having plans for an alternate direct sequel to the original. So basically, they may be pulling a Halloween. Nice. Nice. Um, also, they are working on a TV series prequel that would take place before Jason's death at the camp with mysterious happenings that may be coming to Peacock. So we'll have to see how that goes. Oh, A24 will also be involved. So <laughs> Great. Dude, A24 is no longer a goddamn indie, indie company. I'm sorry. Like, if this is, does it say indie? It says entertainment company, but it better not be indie because it's not anymore. It's not. It's too fucking. Crazy. If I see old naked people, I'm turning it off. Well, I mean, don't, don't judge a book by its cover, friend. No, I judge it. I'm tired of seeing old naked people. It's disturbing, <laughs> and not in, in a scary way. Just I don't want to see old saggy titties. <laughs> why for any? Why? Huh? Because it, it's disgusting. That's, that's why it's disgusting. Don't, it's don't like a water them. balloon sagging to the floor. Oh my god. <laughs> Don't shame them, Freddy. Don't do that. They've been shamed. <laughs> uh, well, folks, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of The Rollback. Um, yeah. Here's a favorite. Uh, like and subscribe. Are we, doing, are we doing Shazam next week, or what are we doing? That's the plan. Oh, yeah, that comes out next week. That's the plan, Shazam. But is it? Is it coming out next week? It is. It's coming out this Friday. I just put out oh, a review uh, on YouTube of the original. Wait, so tomorrow it's going to be out? Uh, technically Friday. Uh, oh, there's there's already screenings tomorrow. Shit, I might go tomorrow after work. Do it. God, All right. it's huh? not gonna be, but okay, whatever. I like the it? first one. Yeah, me too. But this is, uh, I I just feel like this is gonna be really bad. The trailers have been turning me off. But granted, I was never, I wasn't a big fan of Shazam One's trailers. So hopefully, I'm wrong. I'm gonna be there for Rachel Ziegler and Rachel Ziegler only. Let's fucking go. Who's Rachel Ziegler? She was in the. Uh, Is she in the, the new... older sister? Uh, no, she's gonna be a new character. Oh. Uh, she has powers too. I don't. I forgot the name of the character. But yeah, she was in that uh, musical movie that came out. Cats. Uh, she's gonna play Anthea, daughter of Atlas. Hmm. I have no idea. I have no idea what she's gonna do, but she's gonna she's gonna be there, so I'm gonna be there. Hmm. 
All right, folks, that's going to happen for this episode of The Rollback. Like, subscribe. We greatly appreciate it. We're wishing to grow the channel. Uh, check out our podcast. Go check out our YouTube. Go check out our Instagram. We have Facebook. Just just send us all your love and joy. And we have a TikTok now. Hell yeah. You need to change the the username. Not the username. No, the because I think on the username, it still says like user two one seven five blah, 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 like no, bunch it says of numbers at the rollback i changed it oh you changed it okay good. yeah so if you I... listen to us go to at the rollback go check out our tiktok it's it's not very good but go check it out anyway great Eddie's the one that runs it great so if you have any complaints blame eddie bitches if you want to help me send me the files and i'll fucking post them i'm not techie with tiktok that's what i thought we need a gen z person for that one i don't know chema do you have any gen z people you want to hire Am I the most gen? Am I the most Gen C person here? I think you're the youngest, actually. I'm the God. oldest. I'm older than Fernie. God damn! I've never been the By youngest like person. By like two months. Hey, shut up, younger guy. Hey, I can whoop your ass. <laughs> That's not what we're talking about. Talking about who's the oldest? I can still whoop your ass. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about who's the oldest. I can still whoop your ass. Oh, uh, you're you're not talking about the. Bullshit. That was it for our review of Scream 6, everybody. Let's cut it. But before we cut it, A26 is still considered an indie, indie A24, you idiot. A24. Right, A24 is still considered independent, uh, an independent. Because company. it is independent. It's bullshit. It has, makes too much money. Bye, everyone. Exactly. <laughs> They've gotten too big. <laughs> they are the New York Yankees. They just won like the big all the they won all the big Oscars like they didn't let anyone else win anything. Exactly. <laughs> kind of insane. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick should have won movie of the year. Bullshit. Fuck. You, you heard it here first. And you heard it here last too because no one else thinks that. All right, bye everyone. Bye.